Welcome to Eclipse, the Heroes podcast, where two old school Heroes fangirls rewatch the show, talk about it, defend its honor. My name is Rachel. And I am your very special Siler correspondent, getting ready to talk about all things Gabriel Gray, Siler, whatever the fuck he wants to call himself. I mean, the man has a very addled brain, and we're going to go through that this episode, but hi, I'm Keisha. <laughs> and today we are talking about Season four, episode six, five-ish? Six! It's six! It's it's technically six, but, you know... It's six. Streaming, right? (laughs) Tabula Rasa. I wonder how many genre shows have that as a fucking episode title. Probably a lot. Clean Slate, it's very mm, tasty. Well, Mm. yeah, you know, like, I, I honestly... I mean, it's like, the two things that pop up in my head, obviously, Heroes and then Buffy... Uh, Lost has an episode. And Lost has one. Yeah, I thought so. Lost has one. Mm-hmm. It'd be fun to just be like, try to Google like, <laughs> TV show, Tabula Rasa, how many are there? <laughs> like, Let's try it. Tabula yeah, right? Rasa I'm gonna, TV I'm gonna try to figure it out too. episode. Like, there, there's a whole show called Tabula Rasa, apparently. Oh, lovely. There's a Criminal Minds episode called Tabula Rasa. Heroes shows up on the second page of search. Isn't if that isn't just a fucking indicator of why we do this podcast? I don't even know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll tell you what. Um, yeah, it's because it's always it's like Buffy is like the whole first page because you know. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, Lost has one, right? Don't they? Yeah, it's a uh, season one episode three. Ah, spiff. It's on the same second page that <laughs> the heroes is on. Yeah. Oh yeah. With that whole show being called Tabula Rasa, it makes it a yes. whole. Stargate has one, it looks like. Oh, wow. I kind of, mm-hmm. I was like, I wanted to say, like, another space one had, like. I was like, I thought, like, Battlestar Galactica did, but no, I guess not. All right. Hey, do you guys know another episode from another TV series that has Tabula Rasa? Let us know on the Discord. Thank you very yeah. much. Yeah. <laughs> you like that? I'm, I'm, I'm the very, I'm the very special Siler correspondent. That's my title for this episode. Yeah, you are though. I am though. You have all Siler. I get the whole damn mm-hmm. thing. As though it wasn't an episode we, we we you know did in the beginning of the podcast where we used to do that. <laughs> yeah, it was. You're our you're our carnival courier. <laughs> yes, yes, I am. All I'm I'm, mm-hmm. I'm the boots on the ground at the the um, Sullivan Brothers Carnival. That's me. The whole episode. Yep. yep. Mm-hmm. Give us all the hot deets. Yep, the scoop. We get the scoop. Hell yeah. <laughs> all right. Um, no news. Nope. No news. No peacock at news. All. <laughs> They're never going to get back to us. No, we recorded that like right after the last episode and it came out mm-hmm. a couple weeks later, mm-hmm. but not a couple, like a week later. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Nothing. It'll just remain a thing that is annoying and a fun thing to talk about, I guess, sort of when, you know, you try to get new people to watch the show, be like, careful where you watch it. You might have a totally different experience at some points. Mm-hmm. Fun fact corner. <laughs> yeah. All right. Should we just should we just get into it then? Dive right into the episode, Keisha. Okay. Tell us who's um kicking us off. All right. Well, we get a very wild person doing previously. Um, mm-hmm. And that is because it's uh, it's it's Samuel Sullivan doing previously. 
What kind of fucking special guest star cachet did Robert Nepper have to get in on that? Like, oh my goodness. Like, there are members. I don't even think. Yeah, I don't think Anders. That's ever what did I'm saying, one. man. There are members of the regular cast who've barely done one. Like, yeah. yeah. And I understand, like, thematically it worked, but um, still, like, he didn't have to do the previously. He could have just done the little, like, monologue in the beginning. Um, so I was like, God mm-hmm. damn, dude. Get it, I guess. Um,. So, he does the previously, and like I said, he does the monologue that begins the episode as well. And I wrote down mm, nothing that he said, because there was way more important stuff going on here. And Rachel claims (laughs) that she didn't even notice, and I'm just like, you need to get a fucking eye exam, bud. Because, like, I just, I mean, and when I say I'm your, I'm your, um special Siler correspondent for today's episode. I'm also um, the master of ceremonies for all of the Zachary Quinto uh, thirst traps that this episode uh, provides for us fans. And the first one is literally within the first few um, minutes of the opening. Uh, We see, because if you recall, um, Siler, Gabriel, um, a blank slate, if I may use the episode's literal translation, has shown up at the carnival and so he is in a trailer, and he's just kind of like, well, things are weird, and I don't know what's going on, and I'm confused about everything. And uh, he expresses that by taking his shirt off, and so I think that that's, like, a really good way for him to help solve that mystery. <laughs> I mean, it does have, like, a reason, because if you look, he's looking at the um, the bullet wounds that have healed, because he's all bloody. Mm-hmm. He's all bloody from when he got shot. And, um... So he's like, er, you know, like, why is this a thing? And um, it has, you know, an actual purpose. But for our, you know, for, for my enjoyment, it's just, whew. <laughs> <laughs> I literally, I'm, I'm writing my notes last night and I just write, Jesus fucking Christ, like twice. Because, like, <laughs> I mean, really? First, you get him in, like, the tank top, which we haven't seen that in a long time. Not since, like, Mexico have we seen that. Because he's usually, I mean, you know, if I may, if I may, Rachel, he's usually so damn covered up, you know? (laughs) So. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So this volume is a treat because we get tank top and then we get naked torso and it's just, it's real great. And, uh, yeah, I don't know, Samuel's talking about, like, you know, fucking the soul or whatever while this is happening. And um, we do get more than just, you know, this one particular uh, scene that I love very much with all my heart. So much so that I went back and watched it a few times, even when Rachel said, I don't remember that. Um, And so I screen capped (laughs) it and I went, look at this. (laughs) You can see it from three different angles. Uh, Yeah, so... um, it does have more of a point to it. I'm just being extra, and I'm going to be extra a lot this episode. So strap in, people who love that. Um, but we see from there, from him examining his non-wounds, we see a shot that slides in of empty Nathan office. Because it's like, oh, Nathan is gone, right? Because this is where the body is. So that's going to have complications, no doubt. And then we see Peter in the hospital for a moment, and he's watching over Hero, who's in the bed. Because, again, 
If you recall, Hero randomly popped into Peter Petrelli's apartment and then passed out because he's, you know, got his whole can't control his power thing and his whole brain. I mean, we, we get the word tumor said in this episode, so. Mm-hmm. Um, and we see Emma in her apartment and she's freaking out over the giant crack in the wall that occurred after she played the cello. And we see Noah Bennett on his computer doing some research. And uh, there is one line I wrote down from what Samuel is saying. Because I feel like it's, like, obviously, you know, the, the thesis statement. It's very, like, this is the point of it all. He says, the body thrives when the heart has a mission. So. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I also wrote down one line. It was, what is a man without a mind? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so. It's all very, like, not subtle, you know, stuff they're going to be dealing with with a lot of the the Siler stuff. But then, you know, there's things to glean from what they're saying about other stories, too. Like, you know, Noah's whole, what am I doing with my life journey? And how can I mm-hmm. actually make a difference, maybe? And, you know, Peter struggling with his whole thing and... His work-life hero balance. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> Which I see in my notes now. I actually wrote down Siler stripping, then a flash to Nathan's office. So I clearly saw it, but I was just like, not comprehend. <laughs> I was just like, okay, that's that. And then I just moved on. <laughs> that's that on that. Because you had you had um, what I would call um, a, a, an appropriate response. And I had an inappropriate response. Whereas, like, I stopped everything and was like, whoa, 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 wait a minute, wait a minute. And I went and watched it again and again. And so... Yeah. Uh... He's very tall and he's very lean and he's very bloody. And I am only human. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, continuing the opening, because we split that because, you know, I have to give the special silent (laughs) correspondent all of the Siler bits in this episode. And he is, like, slathered over the whole thing. Yes. So, just, mm-mm-mm. Stay tuned. Yeah, I have my special Siler correspondent badge, and I was like, excuse me, ma'am, ma'am. This, this, <laughs> got this a notebook and a little cap that yeah. says press. Yeah, it's my press badge. <laughs> yep. So, again, Hero's in the hospital, as you mentioned. He wakes up, and Peter is there next to him. And Peter's like, all right, I know you're sick. That's what the doctors have been saying. And Hero's like, yeah, it's a brain tuber. And he didn't want to think he'd be in a hospital bed so soon. And of course, Peter reminds us again that he was a hospice nurse. <laughs> and he's like, maybe that's why you came to me so I can help you through this process. And Hero is like, well, Destiny's kind of sending me everywhere, <laughs> these weird places right now. So maybe I'm here to fix your life instead. And Peter's like, no, my life is perfect. There's no way you could be here to fix my life. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> I, I love I love his delivery of it. He's like, what? No, I'm fine. He he's he he has the delivery of it to where like if there was a framed painting hanging like hanging behind him, like after he said I'm fine, it would just tilt slightly. Do you know what I mean? Like it was very like I'm yep. fine. Mm-hmm. Crack. Like. <laughs> and he's like, no, maybe you're here so I can fix you. And Peter yoinks Hero's power. So ooh, boy can teleport now. And Emma shows up, and <laughs> when Peter kind of, like, goes to the door to talk to her, she's like, did you send me a cello? <laughs> <laughs> so, like, you know, she doesn't know where it came from. Peter's like, no, but I could see Peter doing a grand gesture of, let me send her a cello. <laughs> God. Why is he literally fucking Ted Mosby from How I Met Your Mother with the blue French horn? Jesus. Uh, yeah. 
I could see him doing I it. I could too. He didn't do it this yep. time. And she thinks there's something wrong with her ability. And Peter's like, God, okay, I'd love to talk to you right now, but I'm kind of like on a time crunch because I need to save my friend here, Hero. But if there's anyone you can talk to about your abilities, it's him. He knows all about abilities. He's like, you know, one of the best. Yeah. So I'll be back soon. You talk to him. Peace. And like, she turns and looks at Hero and he pops away and she turns <laughs> back and he's gone. <laughs> oh, Peter. <laughs> so Peter's going to save Hero. Interesting. Yeah. Um, I love, okay. It's again, one of those things where it's like, they didn't know it was going to be the last season, but did they kind of know it was going to be the last season? Because there's so many great bookend moments like mm-hmm. Hero and Peter re, you know, uni- like reuniting basically. And they were such a thing at the beginning, beginning of the show. Um, yeah. And, and, you know, now one has to help the other in a different way and also bringing it back around to Peter's hospice training. And like, mm-hmm. it's, it's all very like season one shout out point. And, and it's like, oh, they didn't know, but did they? I think they did. <laughs> like, I mean, maybe, uh, you know, I had an idea. So, yeah. Um, oh, and then the other thing, <laughs> um, when Peter is like, dude, talk to that guy. He knows everything about here, uh, about powers. Um, he's reading Berserker, so mm. that was the comic that Milo uh, helped produce. His production company was on that. Oh, Remember? Because yes. mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. that's how I met him. Rachel was. Yep. yep, yep he yep. was at Comic Con promoting Berserker with the dudes who wrote it and drew it, and it was him and. Um, one of the guys from his production company, and then, like, the, yeah, the creative team on Berserker. And um, so, you know, quick story time with, with Auntie Keisha. Um, that was the point of the signing, essentially. But obviously people were like, oh, you know, Peter Petrelli from Heroes. Fucking Jess from Gilmore Girls. You know, <laughs> like, however, mm-hmm, however mm-hmm. you want to be. But I was very, like, you know, me shining my apple to be a kiss-ass, but also um, sincere. Because... Everyone else was like, okay, yeah, fine, to, like, the artists and stuff, because it was a table you had to go down to get to Milo. And um, I actually went to Comic-Con with a copy of that comic, because I loved it so much. And I was like, no, like, sign, sign this. <laughs> like, I pulled it out of my bag, and no, I'm here for this. I don't, I don't need to buy, you know, this thing on the table to, like, justify being here. I want to be here for this. I mean, yeah, Milo is an awesome bonus at the end, but... No, dude, sign my number six. This is a sick comment. <laughs> and I still have it. So. Hell yeah. Yeah, I felt I felt real good about myself. I was like, no, no, no. I'm here for you guys, too. Like, fuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a cool comic. It was basically like, um, uh, let me think. So it was like there were these people who could access this, like, generational thing of, like, uh, Berserker Rage that they could untap, uh, or they could tap, mm-hmm. and, and obviously things could get very bloody very fast, and it was just, like, real testosterone shit, and, um, and it was cool. I liked, I liked it. It had a fun, it had an interesting story. Um, it also has a title that is exactly almost the title of a, a very famous manga series. So when you went to the comic book store and said, I want Berserker, they would go, do you mean Berserker? And I'd say, no, I want Berserker. It's a different thing. And then that was the whole thing. So, yeah. <laughs> I bet you can find it digitally now. Oh, no, absolutely. If anyone I mean, wants to check it out. I mean, like, yo-ho, yo-ho, I know where to go. Um, so, <laughs> yeah. 
But no, yeah, I still have, like, all my issues of that. And the one they signed, obviously. But, yeah. Hell yeah. Just my my little... My little, um, you know, tangent there. I just saw a hero with the Berserker comic, and I was like, way to get your product placed, Milo. You clever boy. I saw it was a comic, but I didn't see what comic it was. So. Yeah, it was Berserker. Excellent. I'm glad you noticed. Awesome. Yeah. And I was yeah. like, I don't know if Hero would really like that, but I don't know. <laughs> Maybe Peter brought it for him. Yeah, like, right? Okay, That uh, fucking nerd. Anyway. Um, <laughs> he totally has a box at Midtown. I can see it. Um, yeah, so this is this is your um, special Siler correspondent um, signing on. Do-do-do-do. And uh, we go over to the carnival, and we see Lydia and Samuel. And uh, <laughs> Lydia's like, he's not what you expected, right? Because <laughs> Samuel is disappointed, <laughs> to put it lightly, in the mm-hmm. version of events that is Siler <laughs> that has strolled into his, you know, uh, home. Because as we see from what Samuel says now, and also what we saw in the comics, Siler is like a mythic figure to these to to this world. His mm-hmm. his is a name that has gotten around. His reputation precedes him, as they say. Um, so they're like, yeah, no, this is not the guy. <laughs> what happened to this dude? Like, who the fuck messed up this guy? Because something big happened. This is not right. This is not what I was expecting. This is uh, this is not great. <laughs> this is not Plan A material. And so um, they're talking about that, and Samuel strolls over to him. And uh, he he's uh, he's still in like the little like trailer. And he's sleeping, and he totally like looks at him sleeping for a second. It's not creepy at all. And um, <laughs> he knocks on the door to wake him up, and he you know pops out, and he's basically like, "Morning, Siler," and and you know this version of events is like, uh, "Who? <laughs> like, I don't I don't know who the <laughs> hell that is." Please told me my name is Gabriel, and <laughs> Samuel makes such a fucking face at that. He's like, I got sold a bill of goods. Like, this is not what I was <laughs> expecting. I am not happy at all. And so he's like, okay, well, apparently you're here because you need to heal. You need to heal with us. A great damage has been done to you. And I'm like, boy, yeah, you don't even know the half of it. Um, he's like, okay, here's the deal. Spend the day with me and with us. And with time, your memories will return. You know, like we just need to get you feeling safe and, and supported and comfortable, right? That's all it will take. And uh, he's like, so, you know, what, what do we call you? Like, what's the first thing that pops in your head? Like, what feels right to you? And he takes a minute and he thinks, and he's like, call me Nathan. <laughs> <laughs> I'm making such a little scrunch face when I say it. I'm like, oh, no! <laughs> like, he's so fucked! Yeah, so. Oh. Uh yeah, so Nathan is like, why are you helping? Like, why why are you taking me in? Like, I'm dangerous, clearly. And Samuel's like, dude, you're special. You're full of powers. Like, this is where you belong. He's he's going to be really doing a big song and dance this episode to try to convince Siler that this is the place for him. Because he knows, mm-hmm. obviously, if he can get even a fraction of what he was back, that that would be just an absolute boon for the carnival. No one would ever fuck with him ever again. Like, yep. yeah, he's like the ultimate get in all ways. So 
he's like, here's the thing about this place, my boy. Everyone here is like you. They all are special. They all have powers, abilities, etc. And he shows, uh, he has like one of the carnies, his name's Teddy. He's like, here, you know, show him your thing. And he can make stuff uh, vanish and reappear, which is pretty cool. So, yay. And um, he's like, everyone here is like us. Like, everyone. And he sees Lydia and he stops her. And um, he's like, go be a honey trap for this man. And I mean, show him stuff. And so she goes over and, you know, does just that. Kind of like, is like, oh, cool. You know, I'll I'll show him around kind of thing. And uh, he shakes her hand when he, like is introduced to her and it kind of jolts him and he's like, huh, I remember shaking hands, like a lot of hands. Like, like who does that? Uh, like, like a politician. Was that like a politician? Maybe. Does that seem right? <laughs> I don't know. It seems right. Said I was a watchmaker. I don't feel like a watchmaker. <laughs> you know, it's just, Oh my God. Mm-hmm. The whole episode is him just doing that. And you're like, Oh Jesus Christ. Matthew Parkman. What have you done? <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Angela Petrelli, you have sinned. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's fucked up, man. <laughs> I mean, Samuel's disappointed, yeah. but like, if he would have come like full blast regular himself, <clears throat> I don't think it would have been a good thing for y'all. <laughs> um, yeah, your little family, they would be just like absolute bloodstains, like everywhere, depending on what he wanted. And if he's all. Because he's also kind of in Nathan frame of mind, but not quite. Yes. I don't think the Lydia honeypot would be working for Absolutely him either. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. A big part of why that's working is because he's Nathan-ish. And Nathan, yeah. Nathan like of the ladies. <laughs> so. Mm-hmm. Yep, Which, yep. it's so funny because Lydia is very like, oh no, twist my arm. Because, I mean, hello, hi, look at this guy. <laughs> like, Jesus. <laughs> Best thing you ever asked me to do, Sam. Yeah, so. like, oh, yes, this is such a terrible assignment. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I do so much for the family. Follow me. Skips away. Like, yep. Yep, yep. Yeah. But not everybody's happy that Siler's there, so. And, and, yes. and we will see more of that later. Some people are a little yes. huffy about it, so. A, a lot huffy about it. <laughs> a lot huffy about it, yep. Yeah. Moving back to D.C., though. Uh, Noah gets a knock on his door, and who is it? It's Claire with a basket full of laundry, because it's laundry day, whoop whoop! And <laughs> she's like, I need quarters. So I guess she's brought her laundry <laughs> over to his apart or to his place to do the, or I don't know why the hell she brought the laundry to his place. <laughs> I, I mean, it's obviously like she's trying to spend time with her dad, but, um, Claire, honey, I know you don't know how to be a normal human, but... The whole point of bringing your laundry home to your parents is so you don't have to spend the quarter money. <laughs> yes. Because she asks him for quarters and he's like, there's a jar, go take what you need. And she's like, you know, I've been thinking, have you thought about like volunteer work? Because like she wants, she wants to get him out and doing stuff, you know? That was like their whole conversation the last time that they were hanging out together. He clearly needs to leave the fucking apartment, is what she's saying. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. But they're interrupted by like a banging noise, <laughs> like somewhere back in the apartment. And Noah like immediately pulls his gun out and Oh, it's just Peter who teleported himself into the bathroom. Probably like halfway in the bathroom, that's what we heard him falling on his ass. Oh my god. <laughs> And he comes out, and Claire's like, whoa, Peter, what are you doing here? And he's like, whoa, it's been, like, a long time since I teleported. And he's kind of, like, stoked, you know, like, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'm here, (laughs) we. I I love Peter, like, 
really coming around to accept his new version of his ability. Mm-hmm. It's such a fun thing. He can, you know, just trade different powers off. He has to be careful about that, but yeah. There's strategy involved. There's risk involved. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's probably a little more like, it probably gets at that little thrill center at him a little more than just having everything. So Yeah, 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 yeah. Because, you know, Peter, he's he's kind of a, a bit of an adrenaline junkie, I dare say. <laughs> he is. He is. No need to dare say it. He is. Okay, I, I, I brave say it. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. I love that little moment so much. Just like, I haven't done it in a while. I did it bad. <laughs> <laughs> Foot in the toilet. Oh my god, right. That would have been amazing. <laughs> He's like, apropos of nothing, do you have a towel? (laughs) (laughs) This is neither here nor there, but... Yeah. Yeah. Delightful. Well, it's like Nightcrawler rules, man. If you don't see where you're going, you can end up anywhere. He's lucky he didn't end up in a wall. (laughs) Very true. Uh, Back to the carnival. It's literally how this whole episode goes, by the way. It's just like, yeah, back and forth. Um... We see Samuel and huh, Edgar, and uh, Samuel is like, here, take these tickets and deliver them to Captain Lubbock at the Baltimore Police Department. And it's like, oh, that's the cop that was chasing down our boy. And he's like, so his memories are returning, but they're not the right ones. He's getting like a different sense of himself. And we need to jumpstart the real Siler. And I love Edgar being like, um, if the real Siler sees a cop coming at him, he's going to kill him. Blue's Clues, buddy. That's the fucking point. (laughs) That's what I'm going for here. (laughs) Like. Yeah. Samuel's not afraid to get, like, people killed. No. Especially people without powers. He does not care. No. He's very, um, he's probably more of, like, a Magneto type than we've ever had on the show. Like, yeah, this is very yeah. his brotherhood. Um, the carnival is very much his brotherhood. That's the name of the group of Magneto-led. Um, because he's very, like, fuck regular people. They are not us. They are a different species than us. And they have lost the evolutionary war. And there's no point in, you know, wasting time with niceties. He's he's definitely that. I've never really thought about it, I don't think, before, but he's definitely the Magneto of the whole fucking thing, yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. At his peak, like, us versus them, so. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he don't, he don't give a shit about taking uh, regular human life, not at all. Nope. Probably do it all the time, so. <laughs> like, other than Siler, who obviously we were introduced to as, like, a serial killer, like, uh, Samuel is like one of the villains that we've met that have been like the earliest to be like, kill someone. Yeah. And that we know is Samuel. Yes. So. Like, Adam was fine with, with, with the murder. He was fine with the murder. But it wasn't, well, he it killed, wasn't like well, he killed thing, um, He so. killed Kaito, but it was a mystery as who killed Kaito. So right. we didn't realize it was him until later on. I just, I just meant like with his like willingness to do so. Um, oh, yeah. Oh, but, yeah. like, that's the thing, is, like, I wouldn't call, like, yeah, Adam, like, yeah, he would kill a, a person, but it wasn't, like, his whole thing, so, yeah. No. He was very means to an end, whereas I think Samuel enjoys it, so. He hates everyone equally. Yes, yes, you all are <laughs> terrible. <laughs> you got powers, I don't care. Yeah. You don't got powers, big whoop. Yeah. You can mm-hmm. suck it. Yeah. yeah. 
Oh, I miss him so much. <laughs> I miss him so much. Oh, mm-hmm. It would be cool if we saw him again before the end of the show. Oh, that would be wild, wouldn't it? It would. That's not happening, he's though. Dead. He's literal happen. dust. He's literal fucking dust. So. Dust in the wind, baby. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess that, that, that has no chance of happening, so that's fine. Nah. Zero chance, no. right? <laughs> so, uh, speaking of Hero, um, the reason Peter went to Noah's place is because he's telling him that Hero's dying and he wants to find a healer. And Claire immediately pipes in, like, use my blood. They knew people would be like, why can't Claire just heal, heal Hero? Yeah. Um, Noah squashes that. He's like, it's a tumor, so the blood would only make it grow faster. Which is very a very logical way of looking at it, really. Yes. So that's why we can't use your blood. Just forget about your blood. I don't know why we're bringing it up again. People are going to be mad. Just forget about the blood. <laughs> I-, I like to think Noah Bennett just looking dead ass at the camera. Like, yeah. And we'll speak mm-hmm. of it no more. <laughs> Instead, he talks about a healer that they bagged and tagged when he was a kid named Jeremy Greer. And he was a kid that was bringing squash bugs back to life, but not, like, fully from the dead. He wasn't, like, pushing Daisy's Ned. He was, uh, if they had, like, a little twitch in them still, he could bring them back to life. And he's in Georgia, so Noah and Peter are like, well, let's go to Georgia. Bye, Claire. Go enjoy doing your laundry. And they pop <laughs> off to go find him. You don't You don't get to go on our boys' trip. <laughs> no. no. Have fun with your laundry. Ugh, girls. <laughs> Have fun with your girly Ugh. ass laundry. <laughs> this is the only bit that Claire is in in the episode too. Yeah. So just collecting that regular series regular check, I guess. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. I mean, it's it's something to get more into later. But uh, I said this last night after we watched the episode together. Uh, I love Peter and Noah as a duo. Mm-hmm. It's such a fun us and them. Like mm-hmm. they have such a neat dynamic. It's always fun when they're together, and I, this season's kind of got the most of it, almost. Oh, it totally does. Yeah. Because they keep having these little misadventures. Mm-hmm. Because I think, like, I think Peter, like, really challenges Noah to think of things in a different way. Um, mm-hmm. Plus, I mean, look at what all they've been through together. Oh, yeah. Just a few months ago that one one of these people kidnapped the other, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's amazing how relationships change on Heroes. Yeah. So back to the carnival. Um, we see Lydia and Nathan. Sure. Um, walking around. <laughs> I, I, I delight in calling him something different in my notes like every other sentence too. It makes yeah. me happy. Just yeah, depends yeah. on how like it literally changes from like moment to moment. It's like, oh, that's a Siler vibe or, oh, that's definitely more Gabriel or I don't know what the fuck that is or, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So... Um, Lydia's walking around with him and she's kind of explaining a little bit of how it goes at the carnival. Um, Joseph apparently began the tradition of, uh, morning chores, you know, cause it's like, you know, discipline, you know, routine. Um, pretty sure that's a thing cults do. Anyways, so, um, <laughs> gotta keep them tired. And, you know, focused on tasks that are often menial in nature. Anyway, um, so he's like, yeah, yeah, I'm down. I'm down to get my hands dirty. I haven't done an honest day's work in 
I can't remember one. Oh, it's a joke. I have amnesia. And Lydia's being super flirt with him. And we see Edgar and he's pissed. <laughs> he is jealous. He's not having this. And Samuel's watching them all like hee hee ha ha because he can manipulate all of these emotions to his benefit. We see um, Edgar going over and he greets him and uh, kind of pulls him away. And he's like, you know, that Lydia, she's always had a thing for bad boys. He's like, I've heard about you, Siler. I know you. And I know that you steal powers from people. And, like, you're supposed to be the big bad or whatever. And I'm like, I'm not impressed. And and Gabe's just like, mm, cool story, bro. That means nothing to me. <laughs> like, he just uh, that, okay, sure. And Edgar is, like, being totally, like, having a literal bitch fit about this whole thing. He's got his little knives with him, and he throws his knives at, like, it's like the handle of, like, a shovel, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so they stick in the handle of the shovel that Gabriel happens to be holding, and I just love his reaction so much. He's just like, wow, those are kind of in the way, huh? And he flings them away with TK and, like, flings them back toward Edgar, and, uh... Edgar gets all mm about it, and he also flings Edgar back into a wheelbarrow of concrete <laughs> with a flick of his hand, because it doesn't matter. I don't remember who I am. I'm still the best. And so, eat shit, basically. And, and I love Samuel being like, boys, boys, lads, fellas, come on, come on. This isn't exactly what I wanted. Let's Let's just calm down. And we see Samuel and Gabriel, and he is talking to him like, okay... So clearly, your muscle memory is, like, still there, right? The body retains everything. This this is good. We can use this. This will help. Because, like, look how you reacted in this situation. But then, Rachel, then some very story-convenient jets fly over the carnival. And <laughs> for a moment, his face gets all wiggly and pazdari, and then it goes away again. And he's like, I remember flying. And Samuel's like, cool, like in a plane or something? Pretty much everyone's done that. I can't do anything with that. And he's like, no, 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 like, like I was flying, like a, like a fighter pilot. And, <laughs> and Samuel's like, this isn't what I'm going for! Um, <laughs> like, he, he gets so mad when he tells, like, a Nathan memory. He's just like, ah, in his face. And he's like, okay, okay. I thought your memories, your right memories, would return on their own, but I guess not. So let's do this a little differently. He takes him over to another special at the carnival named Damien. And he's like, this guy, he's got a powerful gift. He can help you with your memories. I don't know why we didn't just do that in the fucking first place for sure. And so he has him go over to the House of Mirrors. So they're they're going to do a fun thing in the House of Mirrors. And I'm sure, Rachel, I am sure that someone who, amnesia or not, has severe identity uh, issues isn't going to uh, experience this in a traumatic manner. Anyway, what happens after that? (laughs) (laughs) Um, (laughs) Siler, uh, I think the most silery part of the episode is what is his reaction to the knives going into the shovel, being like, "Wow, loved it. Yes, these are in the way. Like that is yep. so, such a thing that Siler would say. Like, hmm, I'm not impressed with you in the I, slightest. I'm not impressed with you in the slightest. I can do that in my sleep. Like, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Also, just yeah, just like the 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 line delivery, like you said, just very like, huh? Okay. 
And like Lydia going to Sam, like, you're going to stop us? And he's like, boys will be boys. You know? <laughs> he's like, this is excellent. I could use that. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And he can, and he does. So, And it was working until those fucking plot convenient jets <laughs> flew over. Nope. I was like, what are the fucking Blue Angels doing here? <laughs> well, they're in Baltimore. They are, I don't they know. are they're... in Maryland, so it does make sense. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. It's not like they're in, I don't know, fucking Kansas or something. Yeah, because they, cause they're inviting Captain Lubbock over, so they're still yeah. in Baltimore. Yeah, they're, like, right outside-ish, probably. So, moving forward, mm-hmm. uh, Emma goes and knocks on Hero's door of his hospital room. And Hero's like, ah, no more blood! I am out of blood! Please stop! No more blood! <laughs> and she's like, no, Peter told me to ask you about uh, your ability. And she, like, kind of, she explains she's deaf and that she's kind of having a little trouble reading his lips. And he's like, ah, Japanese accent. (laughs) But after all that, she's like, how do I make it stop? And he's all like, no, a hero never refuses the call. And she's like, I'm deaf. I can't hear the call. (laughs) And he's like, oh, okay. I thought I was here for Peter. Maybe I'm here to help you. And she begins like, how do I switch it off? And he's like, it's not a light switch. You can't switch your power off. And she like is like, I, you're not giving me the answers I want, so I'm leaving. <laughs> <laughs> and she she leaves. Again, such an unexpected little duo, right? Emma and Hero. Mm-hmm. But it works. It's so good. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm just a big old Emma fan. I'm just like, yeah. It's so good. It's so good. There, there's good stuff with them coming up, too, so... Very much but we'll so. get to that later. Mm. Because first, we have to go follow the boys' trip to Georgia hmm. with Noah and Peter. And they show up at a house, and there's, like, dead bushes and plants outside. And it's like, that's not the kind of uh, <laughs> thing you'd expect to see with a healer. And Noah is, like, again, like, emphasizing how when he worked for the company, it was less about people and more about powers and how he kind of, like, regrets, like, not helping people more, like he was talking to with Claire. And they both head up to the house, and it smells like death. Not only does it smell like death, there's a cage with, like, two dead birds outside. So they both go in the house, and lo and behold, Jeremy's parents are both dead in the house. Oof. And I was like, fuck, like, there was a case, there was this woman in China who manifested as a healer, but she ended up doing the reverse and, like, being able to kill people with a touch, because she could control the flow of life. And as they're having this discussion, a shotgun gets fired at them. And because, well, Jeremy's still in the house. So, oh no, what's happening? (laughs) Not what they were expecting. No. Expecting a happy healer, but... mm -hmm. (laughs) It it again shows how these powers can evolve into different things. Oh, yeah. You start with one thing and you can end up doing a whole lot more by the end of it. Definitely. Which is, like, always really interesting to see. Mm Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, how's Siler, um, Nathan, um, Gabriel, um, what, th- that guy, the hairy guy, how's he doing? <laughs> the hairy guy! Oh! <laughs> um, now you're just trying to trap me on purpose. Um, so, so he goes into the house and mirrors with this Damien dude, and Damien's kind of like a, I don't know, like a reverse Haitian? <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. As I guess, like, a way to describe it, because he, he grips onto his little head, and he gets the stuff out of him in theory. Okay. 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 This is this is uh, time for Keisha and Rachel to probably argue 
Um, okay. That's the theme for that. Um, how is he getting anything out of him? I Okay. I feel like he, because it doesn't happen immediately, that touching him, he's like, he is like the reverse Haitian, where the Haitian is like pulling the memories out like grubs. He's trying to heal the pathways. Okay. To invoke those memories and doing it in the House of Mirrors, it kind of makes him like, forces him to kind of see it. Okay. Which is how, as we will see, he starts to see a lot of memories, even though it's not fully comprehending into him, because I don't think he's ever encountered someone who's had a Matt Parkman done to them. <laughs> right. And, and we and we get the sense of that when he's uh, when he's doing his thing. There's, like, it's not easy. Because um, mm-hmm. there's nothing to work with, really. Um, I, that's my thing, is I'm sat here, I'm like, okay, so... How are the little worms reappearing then? If you're using the grub worm metaphor, because it's like they should be gone. They they are the siler that is with Matt. So. He's trying to heal their holes, I guess. Fill the holes in okay. where they once were. Okay, but you can't. You can heal the brain tissue, but that doesn't like. How would he know what to put there? Like how how would he know? Like, cause he would he have doesn't. To... He's just he's just trying to heal the pathways. Cause I'm sure if there's anyone that's had like a problem before, it's been a lot easier because it's again not a full scrape job that he got. But yeah, that's um, that's my point. Is I'm like it's not an easy thing because he got scraped. He's like a fucking yeah. He's like a hard drive that got erased. You can't just like recover that. Or is that is that what that's we're why Samuel didn't pull him out first? Okay. Okay. It's like, okay, this other stuff isn't working. Let's try it. Let's go sure, a step further. Sure. Let's do him. Yeah. I don't yeah. know. I'm obviously getting stuck on, on the semantics of it and the technicalities of it. But I just was very curious. I was like, how is he healing him when there's, not, there's nothing to find? But, um, yeah. Unless he's like, he's got the thing where if you, you can see the history of stuff that t- I, you touch. I was thinking of that as well. I was like, does, like he, does he have like a person version of that? Maybe and he's like pushing and it back into can, to him what he saw. Shit, thought. that's really smart. Okay, that's some smart shit right there. So he he has like the clairsentience and he can touch a person and then display for them their history. And Siler's history is yeah. dark. So yeah, you know yeah, what? Yeah, I'll yeah, accept yeah. that. I, I will accept that because he probably does it with other members. That works a lot better than reversation. So yeah. Because the grub worm, you can't make the worms appear out of nothing, is what I'm saying. So, mm-hmm. Especially with his reaction to everything coming up, so. Right. Yes. And also, it didn't seem like he was like, well, I remember, I'm Siler now. No, he was still really yeah. fucked up. Yeah, so I I think that he has, like, a human clarisentience. Yeah, yeah, I like that. I'll accept that. I will accept that. Okay. All right. Argument over. Do-do-do-do. <laughs> um... <laughs> Uh, no, yeah, so, like I say in my notes, it's like, oh, he's trying to do this because I was using it in the framework of a, of a reverse Haitian. I was like, oh, but Matt really fucked them up, so that's not going to work. But no, thinking of it like that, that's a lot more logical. That makes a lot more sense as to what happens next, which is we see Siler, Gabriel, sure, we'll say Gabriel in this moment, Gabriel, um... In the in the in the house of mirrors, after Damien does his thing, he can see um, events from his life uh, displayed on the glass. And who is the first thing he sees? But his his darling mother, and 
it makes him happy for a moment. And then it doesn't, because we've all seen the hard part. We know how that ends. So, um, yeah, he sees Virginia, and then we see a clip show of basically him killing her and also a lot of other stuff um, later. But he freaks the fuck out. He isn't like, Mm -hmm. oh, this makes perfect sense. Yes, this feels right. No, he is like, that is not me. I would never. That is messed up. Holy God. I Good. I, I I don't want to remember now. Like, yeah, he 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 really goes through it. Make it yeah. stop. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So that's not you know gonna. I mean, boy, Samuel's best laid plans. Am I right? <laughs> he does not need the full fucking lion to wake back up. He thinks nope. he wants it, but he no. does not no. need that. <laughs> That would only end terribly. And especially he's like, you've been fucking with me? Goodbye, bitch. And, you know, this, yeah. For real. It's like, because um, I was doing my project, which at some point we'll have to segue to. Probably soon. Um, there, There is a question he asks and we can yeah. segue to that. And then, great. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, but there is um, a really great precedent for this um, sort of situation. It's it's very much Siler and Danko. Yeah. Where it's like, you're trying to control this guy. And yes, he has a lot of issues. So he's not always at his tippy top. But when he is, you are gonna get fucked. Like, the Mm -hmm. whole, the way the whole scene went down when, you know, Siler decided, eh, I'm gonna kill Nathan. I'm gonna be Nathan now. And like, you know, Danko had his whole, like, the whole entire way that went down was 100% the lion is fucking awake and you are all screwed. And that was wonderful. And if Samuel even had an inkling, he would not want to be poking this particular beast. So The only reason Siler worked with Danko is because it amused him and Mm -hmm. because he got stuff out of it. Absolutely. So if you you don't give him any benefit of just, oh, it's family. I don't think that's enough for Siler. Yeah. (laughs) Newsflash, buddy. He kills his family. <laughs> like, yeah. He doesn't have the best relationship with people who are familial to him. So mm-hmm. maybe don't do that. <laughs> it's like, it, again, okay, again, we're really doing like calling cards to other storylines. It's like the Angela and Arthur thing. Like, really? You want to try to be like a family to him? That's not going to work yeah. out for you. So, yeah. yeah. But, you know, good luck, I guess. You're, you're no Angela. He's not going to respond to you the way he responded to her. You're not a maternal figure. You're a paternal figure. He does not like that. <laughs> no, he does not. So. No, he does not. Yeah. Moving forward. Moving forward. Hero finds Emma at her desk and he starts talking behind her. And she, of course, does not respond because she's deaf. <laughs> and so he, he makes it more clear that he's there. He moves up next to her. And he's like, listen, all right, you know, tell me about your ability. Like, I am the master of space and time. And she's like, okay, sure, whatever. And she tells him that she sees sounds as colors. And he's like, listen, all right, I know it might be scary. It's scary to when you're like, get your ability for the first time, but it's exciting. Do not turn away from it. Do not turn away. And she wants it to just stop. And she just gets up and leaves him again because, again, this isn't, he's not telling her what she wants to hear. And after she goes, he notices a talent show flyer on her desk. And that gives him an idea. 
Emma does not want to do accept her ability. <laughs> <laughs> and nobody's letting her ignore it. <laughs> no. Here it was like, you have to embrace it. You gotta like, yeah, just, uh, it's your ability. Yeah, for, special. Some, for somebody who really does not want this, she really is hooked up with the two worst people <laughs> who won't leave it yeah. alone. <laughs> yeah, because Peter would be like, it's, it's cool, come on. Yep. And Hero's yeah, yeah. like, it's destiny. You can't say no to destiny. And yeah. I was like, man, mm-hmm. if you were like lucky enough to meet like um, almost uh, the whole rest of the cast, they'd be like, yeah, I get it. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Not Peter and Hero, though. No. Not those excitable mm-hmm. young lads. Daydreamer number one and daydreamer number two. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. They're so alike. They really in are. In many ways. Yeah. So we go back to Jeremy's house and there's more gunfire going off, but they realize he's not shooting to kill them. He tells Peter to go to a staircase at the back and Peter's like on it. So he heads out and Noah puts his gun down and heads up the stairs, hands up like, you're not going to shoot me. And Jeremy's like, stay away. (laughs) Everything I touch ends up dead. So yeah. Confirmation that, you know, he seems to not be a healer at the moment. Uh, yeah, that's not good. <laughs> Sorry, <No>. hero. <laughs> well, that sucks. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Dang and drat. Yep, no, uh, no Claire blood, no healing. Adam is gone. Mm-mm. All right, well, I got nothing. <laughs> Rip that guy. Yep. Sorry. It's been real. <laughs> I hope someone, I hope Hero, like, is like, hey, Ando, I'm in America right now. Um, Don't worry about me at the moment. Instead of just them being like, where the fuck is he? <laughs> I'm sure he's so, like, nonplussed at this point. It's like, oh, well, you know, he'll show up when he does or whatever. I'm sure his sister is very upset. Yeah, Kimiko is probably <laughs> very upset because she literally just found out about his diagnosis, too. So so yeah. if, if Kimiko's upset, then Ando is upset. So hopefully someone sent a call that direction. Yeah, I like to think that Peter definitely would, because he's that kind of guy, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, yeah, Hero wouldn't. (laughs) Nope. (laughs) Oh. Yeah, I mean, like, you know, Hero was in the past for a while, and, like, he, and Mm -hmm. he still, you know what, though? He still left a note. (laughs) He did. At the end of it all, he still left a note. He did. Uh, In a very extra kind of way, but he sure did. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, man. So, oh, man. I love how um, before before Noah comes up with his little plan, like, Peter, go around to the back. Peter is fully, like, going for the kid. I was like, you can't heal, you dumbass. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, it's very, it's very season one, isn't it? It's very, like, he throws Siler off a building with him. Like, fuck, he'll just, he'll just do that. Yeah. Adrenaline junkie, remember? He is, though. I'm not even joking when I say that. And it's very, like, real later <laughs> later on. Like, that is the most accurate thing. So, yeah. Silly Peter. That's all. Um, back at the carnival, Samuel is um, outside. And he uh, greets Captain Lubbock personally. Because he has chosen to attend this uh, day's festivities. 
And uh, he's like, oh, yeah, thanks for the tickets. Like, that was really cool of you. And Samuel's like, well, you know, we always try to do something special for local law enforcement. I'm like, bitch, how many cops have you killed? How many shallow-ass <laughs> graves are in the places where you have, you know, set up your tents? A lot, mm-hmm. no doubt. And he's like, yeah, well, you know, I heard about you on the news. And, oh, it was so, so wild about that, you know, escaped um, prisoner. And, uh... Lubbock has his mugshot photo on him. He's like, here, I'm showing everyone. Because, you know, this is this is wild what I went through. <laughs> this guy is, needs to be found. And so he shows him Gabriel's mugshot. And he's all, like, long hair and dirty. And it's like, oh, god damn it. And so <laughs> it's just so much, this episode. It's just so fucking much. And so he's like, you know, if you see him, you call me right away. And he's like, aye, aye, Cap'n. And so... We see Gabe in the House of Mirrors. He's still fucking freaking out at the clip show of his crimes. And what I really enjoyed about it, though, is it wasn't just, like, the two or three they keep showing when they, like, do little flashes of his memories. It was a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I was like, oh, that's, that's, like, got a lot. That's a lot in it. That's actually pretty comprehensive. <laughs> so, yeah. Um. Yeah, so he sees, like, oh, my God. Could you imagine this, though? You have, like, no concept of who you are, and people are like, oh, like, you're this, like, sweet, traumatized boy. And then it's like, no, you killed your mother. And then it's like, oh, and guess what? You killed a lot of other people, too. Here's uh, the chance to actually watch it like it's a fucking TV show. Uh, I I couldn't imagine. So, because it's not just like, oh, you know, I killed my mother. Obviously, that was an accident. It's clearly an accident. Well, it looks like an accident. (laughs) I was like, "Mm." we've already had that discussion. But, um. You see things like the fucking homecoming game, and you're just like, oh my god, this guy is, like, literally a monster. <laughs> like, yep. that ain't, ain't nothing to talk about. And Charlie, and, like, yeah, so, you just see all, oh, and L. oh my god, killer of women. <laughs> so, like... Alejandro, too, I think, was snuck in there. Yeah, yeah, he was, he was, but, um, damn. So, he's, like, still freaking out, and he finally, he, like, drags himself up and makes his way out of the Hall of Mirrors, and he goes over, and he throws up in a barrel. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. That's what Samuel wanted, right? That was, that was, that was what he was hoping for. <laughs> oh, I'm sure that's More exactly trauma. what mm-hmm. he wanted. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yep. Oops. Yep. Yep. <laughs> I guess, like, when Matt scraped, he scraped the hunger clean out of him. Yeah. Yeah, and we get, like, full confirmation of that um, in a moment, so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because we, I mean, you know, we're going to go back to Parkman and, and like, Siler. What, what would you, I don't know, just, like, the, the, the little persona of Siler uh, yeah. floating around soon enough. And we see that, that yeah, he's all hunger, baby. <laughs> That's all he is. So mm-hmm. that makes a lot of sense. Like, I guess maybe he doesn't have Siler in him per se, because, you know, we argue, like, it yes, can't be that. Yes. Mm-hmm. That maybe it's just the personification of the hunger. It's like how we, he had um, Usutu's power for uh, um, to see the future, to paint mm-hmm. the future. Mm-hmm. That just might be part of what he can do. And so this is just, like, it manifested. The yeah. hunger manifested is Siler. Yeah, because if you accept the hunger as a story point, which we must, I suppose, um... That was the whole thing, right? He gave it to Peter during that point in this, and then, you know, the season where we talked about it. So, mm-hmm. like, it's a thing that exists as a concept. So, okay, really, it's like just I, 
I'm always trying to really break down what exactly, like, Matt has done and how it's, like, kind of existing and then also how it gets put back together or how it doesn't. Do you know what I mean? Because he's, he's quite changed um, when he's, like, spoiler alert, um, you know, put back together again, as it were. Um, and I don't think it's entirely the stuff from the wall. I think it's a little different than that. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but we'll get there. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just fun. It's just it's just interesting to me. It's like, oh, what what is he if not this? You know, these memories. And then what is he if the soul essentially is put back into the body? And is that really what happened? And like, you know, yeah. So, mm-hmm. fun stuff. I don't know. It's fun. <laughs> Yeah, we'll get we'll get more into that when it when it happens, I suppose. Yeah, we're we're pretty close to getting closer to to that um, particular series of events. Anyway, how are Noah and Peter doing? Uh, okay for now. Um, Noah keeps heading up the stairs, and he's like, "Jeremy, what happened?" And he admits that he killed his parents. He was angry, and he touched them, and they died. And he did not mean to do it. It wasn't he wasn't like die, bitch. No, he they just died, and. And I was like, oh, it's not fair. You should have never suffered through this alone. You're a healer. And he's like, I used to, and now all I do is kill. And Noah's like, no, you can do both. And for some reason, now is the time when Peter decides to pop in when there's no danger. He's like, Noah, look out. God damn it. (laughs) Jeremy was not going to fire on him. And Peter grabs the gun, which makes Jeremy fire. And then Peter freezes time. And we're like, oh, phew, right? But Peter did not freeze it fast enough. He got the shotguns right to his chest. And he collapses and time restarts. And everyone's like, oh, shit. And Noah rips his shirt open. And he's like, he's never going to make it to the hospital. You need to heal him. Oh, boy. And he's like, I can't. I'll kill him. I'll kill him. <laughs> and Noah's like, listen, my power is understanding people like you and what you can do. And... What happened to your parents never has to happen again. And he's going to die if you touch him or don't. So you just have to touch him and make him not die. Just visualize him healing. Visualize him breathing again. Because Peter's like, on the floor. <laughs> so he puts his hand on Peter. And sure enough, he does heal him. And Peter, like, gasps and, like, scoots back against the wall and starts laughing. He laughs! And... <laughs> And I was like, welcome back. And he's like, ha, 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 yeah, yeah. Oh, that was was a close one there, guys. Oh, my God. (laughs) Seek help. Go to therapy. Fuck. (laughs) Yeah. That's where it was like, oh, my God, he's a full-on adrenaline junkie. That is literally what's happening. (laughs) Yeah. He was like, oh, my God, what a rush. Almost died. That was crazy. (laughs) Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. I love that moment so much, the way Milo acts it, when he's like, whew, I stopped time. Oh, no. Blood <laughs> Whoops. spatter. Yep. Yep. Oh, like, oh, so did good. he hit Noah? No, he Shit. hit yep. you. He hit me. Yeah. Yep. Oh, God. Yeah. Like, I'm why all... did he pop in then? Noah was in zero danger. He wasn't, like, firing <laughs> as Peter popped in. He fired because Peter grabbed the fucking gun. <laughs> I know. I know. 
Peter is not always, like, the best in terms of the choices he makes in confrontations, so... He's a very foolhardy sort. Indeed. So. Indeed. Yeah. Just teleports in. No, look out. <laughs> I love he it. I love it so much. He wasn't going to shoot him. But he was, in, he was in teleporty land. As far as he knows, this guy has his gun trained on Noah, you know? He's like, I'm going to save the day. I'm the forever hero. Oh, man. <sighs> he just has to be the hero. Especially when it's not called on. <laughs> like, nobody needs that to happen. Yeah. Oh, my God. I mean, God. it was convenient because you got to show Jeremy you can still heal, buddy. But, like, yeah. Yeah, it was very, like, um, if Noah actually got to train Jeremy in the company, this is the kind of thing he'd do. So, you gotta mm-hmm. push him. You gotta push him. But once again, uh, Peter, go to therapy. Yes. Mm-hmm. Fucking... <laughs> he's he's literally that meme. He's like when you will, you know, take a shotgun blast to the chest instead of just going to fucking therapy. Like that's Peter Petrelli. Yeah. God damn. Work your shit out. <laughs> it oh, just man. like the laugh goes with him like with Hero earlier like, "No, I'm fine. My life's fine. My life's great." It can't be me. <laughs> yeah. Meanwhile, it everything is, is on fire behind him. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> Speaking of Hero, though. Yeah, back at the hospital, Emma heads back to her desk, and Hero has left a flyer behind for Hero the Magnificent. (laughs) And she heads to that little, like, hospital common room where the piano is, and there's chairs out, and there's a bunch of kids sitting down, and Hero is up there doing magic tricks for kids. Also, this whole time, there is a nurse looking at him very unapprovingly, and we'll find out why later. (laughs) So he sees Emma come in and he's like, and this is, and welcome to the stage, my assistant, Emma, the also magnificent. (laughs) And she comes up and he's like, I'm going to make her disappear. So he holds up a, and Emma's like, okay, whatever. And so he holds up this blanket and Emma stands behind it and he pauses time, but not for Emma. And so she's able to like walk through, through, um, the room as these kids are clapping and the colors are like frozen in the air and she's in awe again of the colors frozen and she's like it's so beautiful and hero's like there are no bad powers emma when you learn to use them you will do good things for the world but first we have to finish this magic trick (laughs) so if you wouldn't mind going to the back of the room tells her to go hide behind some curtains and he unstops time drops the blanket and to everyone's complete shock she is gone and he's like oh my gosh emma emma and then he points her out in the back of the room and they all applaud. And he's like, let's give applause for Emma, but no, we need to do it a different way. And then he does the, like, sign for applause, which is, like, holding your hands up by your head and kind of waving them. That is some heartwarming shit right there. Yes. I was like, oh my god, <laughs> Honestly, like, moments like this are very, like, why was Masioka not the biggest star in the world? Like, mm-hmm. he's so fucking charming. He got on a computer, he made a flyer, and then he looked up how to do applause in sign language. Yes. <laughs> it's exactly the kind of person that I'm rooting for, for sure. Yeah. Don't kill yeah. him, show. He's so wonderful. <laughs> Why are you doing this to us, show? Uh. Why can't it be Siler? <laughs> Shut your whore fucking mouth. <laughs> Why can't it be Parkman? Anyway, um, so... Fair! <laughs> this 
especially soon. <laughs> yeah. God. Oh, jeez. So we see Gabriel. He is angsting. He's he's not. He's not into it. Um, I might have wrote he's not as turned on by that reel as I was. Um, so his his reaction <laughs> totally not what Samuel was going for. And he's like, all those murders, like those memories in my mind, I can't believe those are mine. And he's like, how many did I kill? Like a dozen? Two dozen? Oh, shit. Rachel. Yeah? Is is it? Is it time for the Eclipse Podcast official Siler body count? What? That I stayed up way too late doing last night? Yes. All right, are, are we are we ready to have even more Siler in this episode? <laughs> sure. Okay. So, I hope you're. I hope you have a, a nice cold drink because I'm. I'm going into it. I wrote everyone's names down. So, All right, um, this is the official Siler body count. It's a little tricky to get completely right. Because there are instances where he'll do something like flip a, a car, a cop car, and you'll be like, "Did they live? Maybe." TV has taught me that you can live through that pretty easily, um, mm-hmm. which you can't, by the way. But um, don't do that at home. But uh, for all intents and purposes, I, I kept it as 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 close to I would look at something and go, "Oh, that guy ain't alive." After that, so all right. Firstly, there is a question I need to ask, which I tried to ask you last night, but you were in bed and you were like, I'm not doing this right now. So (laughs) when Audrey and Matt first talk about the Siler case back Mm -hmm. in season one, she says that she has chased a a person who's, you know, the the last dying gasp of 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 a victim said the name Siler across a dozen states. Does that mean that he had already killed 12 people before we met him at the, you know, metaphorically, or I guess, like, you know, metaphysically, at the uh, crime scene of the Walker residence. Doesn't or, the non-Audrey detective give us a firm number? I couldn't find it. I was trying to figure out where that was, and I was looking on the wiki, and I was like, how many fucking people did you kill before that? Because I thought that it was only, like, half a dozen before I thought it was like six. Yeah, exactly. So, okay. So for, for that purpose, I will say six. I will say six. With the confirmation of someone in Barstow and someone in Chicago. So yeah. those are, are two nameless people I know of for sure. So we have Mr. Walker, Mrs. Walker. We have random FBI agent when he tries to steal Molly. We have Charlie, we have Chandra Suresh, we have Jackie Wilcox, we have Brian Davis, we have Hank from Primatech, we have Zane Taylor, we have Dale Smither, we have Isaac Mendez, and then we have The Five Years Gone, which I put in parentheses because those don't count, but it was still fun to count them for, you know, my list-making purposes. Mm-hmm. Um, because who knows how many people there really were. We just know about the ones that we can confirm, like DL and Claire and Candace. Um, yeah. And Nathan, obviously. So those are just a fun little parentheses. Um, back to the regular timeline. Virginia Gray, Ted Sprague, possibly two agents in the transport vehicle with Ted Sprague. One of them is being wheeled out um, in like a like a regular like gurney, like he doesn't have like the black like you know sheet or like the plastic bag. So one of them survived for sure uh, from the accident, but I think the other two are like super dead. 
Mm-hmm. So, yeah, season two. We've got Candace, right? We've got Derek. We've got Alejandro. He's not doing a lot of killing in season two. He's not feeling his tippy-toppy. So then we've got season three, right? Um, mm-hmm. And I'm not counting I'm not counting Maya because she came back. So, and I'm not counting Peter because he came back. Yeah. Season one and two, respectively. It has to, it has to stick. Um, the company agents outside of Claire's house, Bob Bishop, Bridget, and Jesse. Okay. And then again, parentheses, I am become death, right? Like a whole fucking several blocks of people in a mushroom cloud. Mm-hmm. Um, but we don't count that. But for sure in that universe, Daphne, because the explosion kills her. So. Yeah. Um, back to the regular timeline. Pinehurst doctor, Trevor Zietlin, uh, probably the Hotspur rental guy. I'm, I'm willing to say probably yes. Yeah. Um, L, sad face. I made a sad face after L. Um, lie detector lady. Possibly the three people that walk in on him during the cake scene. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't see him leaving them alive. Um, Arthur Petrelli, security guard at the company when he does his little takeover. Danny Pine, Echo DeMille. You could argue Meredith. I don't know that I will. Yeah, that's kind of like, he put the pieces into place for it. Right. It's like the Eden thing. People say that she's his victim, but I'm like, but she's not, technically. No, she she made so sure she wasn't. She made sure she wasn't, yeah. But I'm going to count Meredith because he fully did that. Like, he didn't slice her open, but he, he did that thing. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. I'm counting Meredith. All right. So then, um, fugitives, right? That's when things got tricky. Uh, at least mm-hmm. three agents when they come for him. Because he doesn't kill what's-his-fuck. Luke does. Um, and then four more agents when he saves Luke. Yep. <laughs> At least four. At least four. Um, one rabbit. Um, <laughs> I knew you'd like that. Um, <laughs> James Martin. Tom Miller. Agent Taub. At least one agent as Danko when he does his little, like, fuck you. Nathan mm-hmm. Petrelli for realsies. Sad face. Um... The chief of staff for the president. That guy's dead. <laughs> yeah. And then in the graphic novels, truck driver guy before he meets Zane Taylor. Maybe a couple cops when he's um, escaping. Uh, Mr. Macon in the, like, uh, out of town on business one. Um, yeah. That is, and right now he's all, like, displaced. So he hasn't killed anyone. So. I'm sure there were more in volume four as he was, um running around is a but there's not though like that we can that we don't see though yeah Yeah. oh yeah no for sure like um yeah no there's there's definitely because he was collecting powers all over the place like little ones you know that didn't matter Mm -hmm. in his little like existential crisis time so how many people do you think that is i wasn't counting so good i tell me (laughs) 55 and a bunny rabbit Holy shit. <laughs> confirmed kills. Con- like, confirmed as much as I can kills. That makes Gabriel Siler Gray the fourth most prolific American serial killer. I looked it up. He is Holy just under shit. Ted Bundy. He is just above John Wayne Gacy. Holy shit. <laughs> so when Luke calls him a serial killer, he ain't fucking kidding. He is not. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So, um, it, interesting to think of, especially with the redemption arc that we are going to embark on for him. Um, he still did all the stuff. 
So it killed a lot of people and a lot of them were not specials. So, yeah. I'd love to like compare his kind of death count because he's sort of redeemed with other character villains and stuff that have the redemption arc as well. Oh, like in other things? Yeah. Like not, in other Not shows? just heroes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, again, the absolute archetype that Siler is based on, it, it's the Spike. It's the Spike story. Yeah. He has the Spike storyline, like, fully from beginning mm-hmm. to end. So, I think Spike probably has a very similar body count, too. Probably. Probably. Probably higher, even, because he'd been active for decades. But it depends, though, on, like... If it's on screen, it's probably lower or, like, you know, confirmed. That's the thing, right? It's confirmed kills. Because I was like, well, okay. Um, yeah, you have to assume that he's killing people left, right, and center. That's his, Especially in, like, the early days when he was mm-hmm. hunting. Because it was easier for him. So, yeah. Um, confirmed 55 and a bunny rabbit. Damn. Yeah, because Ted Bundy um, has a lot. <laughs> Mm-hmm. He has a lot. He has a lot that are confirmed and a lot that are not fully, but people think it was anywhere from about like 70 to 100. Yeah. He killed a lot of fucking people. Um John Wayne Gacy is more like 35-40, so mm-hmm. Siler barely beats him, but mm-hmm. But again, they don't they don't know how many boys and stuff, so yeah. yeah. Um yeah. So if this, you know, if if heroes were around today, like, obviously you could have a meta story where there's, like, a, a fucking true crime Netflix series about, <laughs> about <laughs> Siler, because Jesus. Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh. Oh. Hot diggity damn. Yeah. So that's your answer, bud, over there in, in sad carnival land. Several dozen. <laughs> <laughs> you were, uh, you were really active for a while. It's fun to watch it break down um, season by season and, like, you know, how that works. Because it's very, like, oh, he only killed, like, three people this volume. It's like, yeah, but he didn't have his powers back. And he had to pretend to be nice around Maya. (laughs) Like, you know, there's all these reasons, you know. Mm -hmm. Like, it's funny because it's, like, confirmed kills. He has an extremely similar level of activity season one to, like, volumes... um, uh, three and four. Yeah, I believe it. Fugitives, I think he might have killed the most people because of the nameless agents. Mm-hmm. So. Probably. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> there's there's your there's your answer, guys. Uh I went, I did the work, I turned in my homework. It was a lot of people. It took a long time. Oh my god. Um yeah. So yeah. Yeah, thanks, man. And Samuel's like, yeah, well, you know, truth hurts. <laughs> As the great Lizzo once said, truth hurts. So, um, <laughs> he's, so, yeah, he's just, he's flipping out. And, I mean, hello, hi. Look at, look at the material. Like, look at his fucking list. Like, he's like, I'm a monster. I stalk people and I slice open their skulls. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> that's, that's a true fact. You do. And so Samuel's really trying to lay it on, like, thick, 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 thick. With, you know, outside world, bad carnival good. You know, to really try to mm-hmm. ingratiate him into this community. So Samuel's like, all right, so yeah, you've seen it. Um, but here's here's what you got to decide now. Are you going to learn to use the gifts that God gave you to command fear and respect for the good of this community that you're now, you know, being invited to be part of? 
And Gabriel's like, you just met me. You take me in, like, knowing what I did. Do you want to go in the Hall of Mirrors? Like, fucking, Mm. like, you really sure about that? And Samuel's like, oh, it's okay, dude. Family accepts. Family forgives. And, uh, and then Samuel's like, uh, well, though, um, quick, quick note. Uh, that cop is here, though. Um, he's here. Um, I invited him. I'm not going to tell you that. But cop is here. Um... So, you really got to think about the fact that it's not just about you anymore because we gave you a safe place to be and you're jeopardizing us by being here if the police officer is here who is hunting you. So, we can't be harboring a criminal. That's not good. Damn. How are we going to solve this problem? Your presence here puts all of us in jeopardy. I mean, fuck. It's really your fault now. You should probably do something about it. I didn't orchestrate this at all, and you're not too traumatized to realize that. And so Gabriel's like, where is he? And he's like, oh, well, you know, one of my men saw him go into that very same house of mirrors we were just discussing. And Gabriel walks off, or should I say he stalks off? He has a very interesting body language moment. Or it's like, oh, what's what's this then? Mm-hmm. Probably made Samuel a little happy. <laughs> like, yeah. Tapping That's his fingers boy. together, saying excellent. Yeah. Very much that, yes. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. Such a high body count, man. Does this man it's deserve redemption? I guess. Fucking not. I, well. I mean, does he, though? <laughs> <laughs> does he though <laughs> I, oh, I mean you know that that is the thing right is it's uh again it's the spike thing because aesthetically he is a pleasing individual to look at and that's part of it right mm-hmm. if he was a total like if he looked the way he is if that makes sense I don't uh-huh. think people would be so keen to cheer for him getting, you know, a second chance at life. Uh, it depends on how charismatic he could be. You I know? suppose, but I do think that is a, a part of it, just like it was with Spike. So, yeah. 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 It's all a piece of the pie. Of course. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, um, it's that whole thing where it's like, oh, you like the villain? You condone everything they've ever done? It's like, <laughs> it's fiction. Let us have a little joy in our life. It's fiction, and uh, what would you do if I said yes? <laughs> Let me go back on that list and, and, and show you all the reasons why I'm fine with those people dying. Yeah, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Except for, like, a few. I put the sad face behind Elle. I said what I said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She deserved better. Um, yeah. yeah. The bunny rabbit was sad. Mm-hmm. You know? <laughs> Poor little dude. Get in the midst of his fucking daddy issues. Um, but he's not going to have that total body count for long. Spoilers! Ah! <laughs> Transition. Um, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Back at the hospital, Hero is in bed and actually being put to bed by the same nurse that was watching him. And she is upset because he's not supposed to be up. She's like, keep your Japanese ass in this bed. <laughs> and she leaves. Uh. And Anna's like, she's right, you know, you have to stop using your power. It's killing you. And he's like, no. I was dying when I was stuck in my desk at that cubicle. That's where I was dying. I'm alive. Like, I had a friend once who knew she was dying. 
and she told me to keep joy and dignity in the face of death. Her name is Charlie. And he's like, oh my God, I didn't put her on my list, on his like big list of things to write. And he finds a piece of paper and he writes down, he writes something down. And he's like, I can't believe I forgot her. And Emma's like, you know, looking at him, just like, just promise me you're not going to leave until Peter returns. And he was like, yeah, no problem. But we'll see if that happens. <laughs> yeah, he's like, he's like, you don't know me very well, but I can't really control it right now. So yeah. <laughs> I'll do what I can. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Yeah, he forgot Charlie on his list of uh, things to write. Damn. I mean, he has a lot on his mind. And Fair. That sort of affliction makes you very, uh, uh, like, makes you forget stuff. Like, mm-hmm. forgetful. Well, that was like... Um... A complaint in season two that some hero fans had that were like, why do you forget about Charlie so quick? And he's all after um, Yaiko right now. Like, people were kind of salty about that. Like, that just happened before when he's already moved on to, to Yaiko. Yep. Could be a slight but nod tra- to but that. But Charlie, Charlie would have wanted him to, though. Yes, that is fair. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm sorry you don't understand the character. But she wouldn't want him to just be sad and alone forever. That's clearly not who she was. No. And he tried to save her, and he couldn't. Yeah. Maybe so, he'll get another. Maybe he'll get another chance. I don't know. Like, I mean, you time never know. It's crazy. So, I mean, gosh, like all these things that could happen probably won't. But whatever. All right. Uh, it's just fun to say <laughs> things that could happen. Yeah, it's fun to pretend. Anyway, let's move over to Noah standing on the porch, calling the cops to come out to the house. Jeremy's out there with them. He tells the cops, "Bring the coroner." And Peter comes out of the house. He's like, all right, I got the ability. And Noah's like, there is an airfield. And I called in a favor. You just got to go drive over there and go. Because obviously Peter can't teleport anymore. One ability at a time, you know. (laughs) And Noah's not coming with. So Peter gets into a truck, which I think is the kid's truck, honestly. I don't think Um, they... Did they drive in with that truck? No, they teleported. Yeah. So, like, he takes the kid's truck and heads off toward the airport. And Noah goes over to Jeremy and he's like, okay, I backed up the vent and it's going to look like carbon monoxide poisoning. You just came home and found them. And here's why I wrote, I mean, there are shotgun holes all over the place, but go off, Noah. Okay, sure. It was carbon <laughs> monoxide poisoning. I didn't even think of that. I didn't even fucking think of that. Uh, like, there was a couple, th- like, there's something else coming up that I'm like, okay, sure. It just went away. Whatever. Um- <laughs> I mean, Noah might have, like, tried to cover or i don't know he probably did something yeah so i give him slightly more credit than that i, I know he he's used but to like yeah, staging you're, stuff you're very so. right yeah mm-hmm. yep. um because noah's gonna stay until he knows jeremy is all right and he tells me it used to be his job to watch over people like you and somewhere along the way he kind of like lost his way and dropped the ball and we see the cops pull in and he's like you may not even know it jeremy but i let you down at some point <laughs> in your mm-hmm. past. Just bagging and tagging and releasing. Bagging and tagging and releasing. Not caring what happens after. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. The human cost of it all. I love that Peter keeps taking powers that make traveling more difficult for him. I think that's very funny. <laughs> yeah. Oh, why wouldn't you just take the kid? Unless he got on accident. <laughs> I mean... When the kid touched him when he was dying, maybe he did then, you know, high emotional moment. He kirbied it right up. Yep. (laughs) 
Pita hungry. Yum, yum. <laughs> I hate it. Um, I totally texted Ryan that the other day. I was like, I'm hungry. <laughs> and I was like, fucking Ryan Murphy. <laughs> the funny thing was, is I was saying that like literally hours before I watched that show. Really? I was just like jokingly being like, I'm so hungry. And then they stood on the show and I was like, holy shit. <laughs> Rachel is a writer. Confirmed. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh. Oh my god. Uh, we're blathering about American Horror Story. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. I just love that. I love just love the idea of Peter in like a shitty pickup truck driving to an airfield that he doesn't know how to get to. <laughs> just being like, why am I such a dumb bitch? I could have teleported. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just like, you know, him not being able to run fast no more. It's just, oh, it's so good. Poor Peter. <laughs> Convenience <laughs> is not your, your destiny. <laughs> no, it is not. Oh, boy. So back at the carnival, Gabriel is heading off to the House of Mirrors. And he goes inside. And Lubbock's already there. And he has his gun on him. And he's like, you know, like, put your hands up, etc. And Gabriel raises his hands. Like, he's fully, like, he's not coming for this guy. He's like, yep, you're right. I'm awful. <laughs> and he raises his <laughs> hands. And he's like, you need to leave here now while there's still time. Because, I mean, I think he kind of knows that this is not on the up and up. And so... <laughs> but then... <laughs> But then Lubbock's like, yeah, you, you, you resist arrest. Give me an excuse. And I'm like, oh, fuck. <laughs> Ernie Hudson, why? Um, uh, and, that's just the kind of cop that he's playing, you know? But. I know, I know. And so, you know, Gabriel's like, I'm trying to save you. But then he sparks up. And when he sparks up, oh boy, does he spark up. And uh, and it seems like he's gonna he's gonna really just blast the shit out of this guy. And it's like, oh no. And he's like, oh shit. But suddenly, he actually, he stops. And he was gonna walk away. And that's interesting. Mm-hmm. That's not what the person we were just shown would do. So that, again, goes back to what I was saying before about like, the part of him that is missing. Is that really like what is hanging out with Matt or is it something different? Mm-hmm. Or yeah. So he was like, yeah, he's, he's going to walk away. But, uh, wouldn't you know it? Fucking teacher's pet Edgar comes in and he finishes the job. He slices them up and he's like, a cab. And he, <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so he's super dead and he's, looking at Gabriel like, don't just stand there. Go grab a mop, bitch. And, you know, yeah. So. (laughs) Sorry, Lubbock. I can't feel bad. You were gonna, (laughs) you were gonna murder um, uh, a suspect. That's not a thing that you should do. So, anyway. (laughs) Lubbock was there with his family. They sent him multiple tickets. Uh, Aren't they gonna notice he's not leaving with them? Unless maybe he does um, this a lot, like he gets called away, so they're like, "Oh, he probably got a call. Let's just go." You know, someone yeah, came and grabbed him. Yeah, and then and then they just literally the carnival will just pack up and disappear. That's yep. carnies, man. Mm-hmm. Carnies do murder. <laughs> we we've seen them teleport like in to get him and then out like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So don't just stand there. He, get him up. No, no asylum. No asylum there. Mm-hmm. He, he 
did not do us either. His body did his dumb, like, powers because he can't help it. Because he can't control them. Yeah, he, like, yeah. zapped him, stopped the bullet, zapped him again, and then yep. it was like, no. <laughs> yeah. I won't yep. finish this job. No, go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, no, no. So. Uh, yeah, still interesting. <laughs> um, Back at the hospital. Mm-hmm. Emma is in that little common room and she's looking at the piano. And she sits down and starts playing it again. And we get the another scene of her playing the piano and the colors going out. And Hero actually gets out of bed because he can hear it. And he feels like he gets drawn to her playing the piano. And we notice that like there, he's not the only one there. Several people have stopped to watch her. And when she stops playing, she notices those people and they're all clapping for her. And Hero's doing the, the sign language clapping. And she's like, you promised you'd stay in bed, Hero. You have to come back to bed. And he's like, he turns around to do so and oop! He's gone. Mm-hmm. Destiny has another thing for him to do. Oh boy. Yeah. Yeah, she uh, she fully cannot perform on the musical instrument without like everyone stopping what they're doing and gathering toward her, which is interesting. Mm-hmm. Very interesting. Yeah, they're all like, ooh. Drawn to her, dare I say. Mm-hmm. Even Hero's just like, because he isn't like, oh, I hear her playing. He's like, kind of like gets up out of bed and is like compelled yes. almost to come to her. It's it's like a trance. Mm-hmm. You can watch the people around her working as she starts playing the piano. And then as she stops, they like all stop. What they're, in a hospital, they stop what they're doing. That's, wow. that's kind of big. Mm-hmm. So. It's not just pretty colors. <laughs> no. So Gabriel, he's still feeling some kind of way. Um, but Samuel embraces him. He's like, you're safe now. And so he is announcing to the rest of the people at the carnival, like, tonight we welcome a new brother into our family. And Rachel, they dead-ass baptize him. And it's crazy. And it's yep. culty. Mm-hmm. And uh, I get more shots of his pleasure trail. So, like, it's cool <laughs> with me, honestly. I'll live. And he says, like, you know, he's he's part of our family now. He'll live and work among us for the rest of his days, yada, yada, yada. And Edgar is super pouty and knife-throwy. Like, ugh, I'm the one who killed the cop. I don't fucking get any, like, credit for anything I do. Yeah. Like, everyone loves this asshole who can't even do one thing. And uh, he literally says to Sam, he's like, huh, good thing I followed that bastard because I knew he wouldn't fall through. And uh, he's like, I don't understand, like, why, 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 why? There's no use in having a lion around who doesn't kill. And Samuel's like, hmm, you know, I've done some thinking about this over the past 24 hours, and maybe it's better this way. Because now we'll just make a better Siler, and when we do, he'll be ours forever. And we see Lydia and uh, Gabriel in the background, and she's being all flirty flirt. And they, you know, she she pulls him away from the table, and you know they're probably gonna go do something, something. And Edgar is jealous. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah, pulls Nathan away from the table. Pulls pulls Nathan away, a mm-hmm. taller version of Nathan away from the table. Yes. Yep. 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 I love that. Yeah, Nathan's down. <laughs> He's down to clown. Like, hell yeah. <laughs> I, I love that, like, Edgar's all like, yeah, good thing I followed him. And Samuel's like, oh, come on now. He's a baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's baby. <laughs> He's baby. He's baby. 
baby. Oh my god. That's like, did you see there's this guy who makes um, videos on TikTok? It's like a whole series of um, fictional characters he'll throw hands for because that's baby. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Have you seen him? Yeah. Yeah. That Yeah, that's very me. Oh, mm-hmm. he's baby. He's baby. I'll bite you. He's baby. <laughs> he's, he's murder baby. Yeah. I love him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 55 and a bunny. (laughs) (laughs) So far. That's not even the whole show because I didn't go past. um, That's not even his full body count, actually, because I have I only went as far as we've watched. So that might be the subtitle. 55 and a bunny. 55 and a bunny rabbit. Yep. Yep. Without context. (laughs) Yep. Anyway. Let's, anyway. Let's round out the episode. Okay. Peter arrives back at the hospital and Emma has to break the great news that Hero's gone. You're too late. He just disappeared. And Peter gets to see the note that Hero left and it says, save Charlie. Oh, shit. And, oh boy, guess where we get to go? We are outside the Burnt Toast Diner three years ago. Hero pops right in. He oh looks boy. inside, and we see Charlie from the back, oh, and he's like, fuck. Charlie, oh, to be no. continued. He's just strapping on the biggest butterfly stomp in his boots he can find at this point, because, yep. damn. Mm-hmm. I'm so stoked to get to that episode. We have to wait an episode, but I, I, I'm, I'm very excited to get to that one, though. Excellent, excellent. I wasn't sure if it was the next one or if we had to It's the wait. one after. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because it's literally Once Upon a Time in Texas. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh, there's so many good things in that episode. I mean, next one we, we get we get to go back to Matt and, like, um, er, like Siler Figment, which is fun. But, yeah, we um, haven't seen Matt in a while. No. Mm-mm. If anybody deserves to be on that body count, let me fucking tell you. <laughs> um, I'll tell you a thing. And Angela. And, like... But no, it's going to be people that don't deserve to be on the body count list that are going to be on there. So that was our episode. Uh, did it slap? You know what? I'm going to say it slapped. Ah, I don't think it did, but you know what? I think it slapped. It's got a lot of good stuff in it. And I'm not just being horny for Siler. Like, it has a lot of other good stuff in it. I enjoyed it, but I, I wouldn't say it slapped. But yeah. Okay. It's like a light slap. You do you. do you. you, do you. It, it's not like a full, like, you know full-on slap bet, like, like to the floor. It, it had, like, a good tap. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, oh. okay. Yep. The, the other thing I want to talk about now that the episode is done as a whole is, like, we okay. get to see three different, like, mentors in this episode for people with powers. We get to see mm-hmm. Samuel That's trying true. to mentor Siler. We have Noah trying to mentor Jeremy. And we also have Hero mentoring Emma. That's true. I never thought of it that way, but yeah, that is a good through line. So yeah, who 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 do you think is the best mentor of the episode? Um, yeah, is it is it the murderer, the divorcee, or uh... or the right answer? The right answer, <laughs> the correct answer. Mm-hmm. Don't fuck it up. Yeah, there's only one answer. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm not saying Noah, you know, loses because he's a divorcee. He loses because he's a mess. <laughs> He's trying to do better. Yes, yes. And he doesn't have ill intentions. No, he he is like, and in, in very appropriate fashion, he is like the gray of of it all. Yeah. Like, 
He's got his own redemption arc he's trying to pull. And he didn't kill yes. 55 people and a bunny. That that you know of. <laughs> on the In canon on the show, I bet he did not. <laughs> in canon, I, I know he has a body count. Um, on the show, is there like... Ivan like is like one of the few that we've seen. Ivan and Thompson. Yeah. Um, so those two... Uh, he killed Siler, but Siler came back. That doesn't count because um, none of Siler's ones count yeah, that that came yeah. back either. Cat came back, etc. Um, yeah, if the if the ones that come if the ones that came back count, then it's it's fifty seven in a body. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They don't count though. No. Oh, sorry, uh, fifty eight. I think maybe. Well, Claire didn't. Well, she would have been dead. Yeah, so fifty eight in a bunny. There you um, go. Yeah, 55 and a bunny. <laughs> That's totally the subtitle. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Oh, God. Yep. The bunny needs to be mentioned, because it's some fucking John Wick shit. He killed an animal. Um, How dare he? I know. That rat bastard, I hope he dies. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Um, yeah, so that that's true. It is very, like... The three different mentor approaches. And, and very different people, too. So, mm-hmm. different results. Because um, uh, we see Jeremy more. We see him again. Yes, we don't do. Don't we? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Yeah, should I close it off? Uh, who's closing it? Am I closing it? Because I started it, I guess? I started it. I closed it. Did you start it? it? Yeah, I did. Cause, oh, yeah, you started it. Because you wanted to like do your little, your little funny, your little stupid bit. Stupid thing. It wasn't funny. It was not worth um, your bit. S- swapping around. Um, so... I'll close us off. I'll give us our socials. Okay, okay, okay. Fire away. You can follow us on Twitter. We are at Eclipse Podcast. If you would like to follow our personal accounts, I am at that burb there. Burb with a B, like 55 and a bunny. Keisha <laughs> is at lady underscore snark, S-N-A-R-K. Keisha, have you been tweeting? Have I been tweeting? Um... You did right before the episode. Well, I did right before the episode where I also tweeted at Peacock, like, what the fuck about the episode cutting and, like, shifting around thing. And... Yeah, no, it's still just some West Borland bullshit is, like, the last <laughs> thing on my Twitter. I haven't tweeted anything. Great. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> yep. Send us an email. We are eclipsepod at gmail.com. But the best way to get a hold of us is, as always, through the Discord. The link will be in the show notes. Please come over. Say hi. Talk about this episode. 55 kills and a bunny. Huh? 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 Did you think it would have been more? Did you think it was going to be a lot less? I thought it was going to be a little more, I have to say. Like a little bit. I thought he was going to get a little closer to Mr. Bundy. I was so. thinking it would have been 30s. Yeah. Nope. Not not since like season three. <laughs> yeah, I would have guessed like 35. So Fugitives really boosted him up because of all the random agent deaths. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, like, you know, yeah. And that's it for us here. Hope you're having yeah. a good day when you listen to this, you know, just a good day. Yeah. If you like what you're listening to, why don't you leave us a, a rating and a comment wherever you're listening to us. We're pretty much everywhere. Pretty much. And until next time, goodbye. Goodbye, everybody. Next time on Eclipse, Noah and Tracy face off against a villain far worse than a superpowered serial killer, small town police officers. Zachary Quinto just shows up for a scene of the carnival in his street clothes, I guess. I mean, trust me, Google his walking photos from that year. I'm not wrong. 
And what better way for the Parkmans to heal their struggling marriage than to spice things up with a little bodily possession? Grab a delicious apple and tune in.